0: Welcome to the escape room. Enjoy the game. Time to play the game. Time to play the game. Welcome to the V.I.U. Get the podcast. I'm down. I'm oh, Phil. That is Phil. Yeah. And we're actually on a road trip right now. Road yeah. trip. Yep. And getting a couple podcasts here recorded. This one, we're at Outside the Box in Webster, Mass. Uh, check them out at OutsideTheBoxMA.com. And we're here with the owner, Jeff. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? We're doing yeah. good. Not too bad. Good to see you guys again. Yeah. Thanks for having us up. Yeah, Absolutely. originally it's been about a year since we've been here. Yep, and uh, we started out this. Um, we were going to do the body shop, and it was supposed to be our 100th room. And due to some kind of scheduling thing or whatever, we got talked into doing the two rooms at Gate Escape, and that and the observ- observatory ended up our 100th room, and body shop was our 101st room. 101, so we started the next 100 with the body shop. <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs>
1: um, first off. How long have you been in business? Uh, Going on three years. It'll be three years in December, when we open the doors. Obviously, we've been building for about six months longer than that, but three years, short answer. Sure. And uh, how many rooms do you have? Right now, we have three rooms. Uh, We did have four. We sold one of them to another venue in Connecticut, but three right now. And your most popular is probably the body shop. body shop is the entire business for the most part. It's our anchor room at the moment, yep. It's a a great room. I mean, it's one of our One of my favorite rooms out
2: of all the ones we've done.
0: If we had a top ten, this would be in probably the top five, definitely. We've told everyone from
2: (laughs) Maine down to Florida about that room. Appreciate
0: that, for sure. Um, What made you want to open an escape room?
1: Well, we started playing about four years ago or so. Obviously as you know they're addicting, you get no, hooked yeah. on them. Uh we actually started uh playing our first room we was in uh Worcester is at uh Escape Games Worcester. I yep. still recommend people play uh the Fallout room there. We just actually did that room oh. uh, right when the pandemic
0: lifted. That, yeah. was, that was a spur of the moment room. Yeah for us. Yep. Yeah.
1: Good room. Yes. Yeah. Love love the set design on there. Yeah. Um the guy who built that room is the guy who actually bought Aftermath and now owns the place down in Connecticut. Um, spellbound escapes nice um, so you can kind of see his style and fallout um, but yeah so that was our first room then we played all of theirs we played all the other ones in Worcester and then we just started branching out and when we hit about 30 rooms we started kind of seeing a lot of the venues again this was four years ago right a lot of the venues didn't seem like they were really putting the care into their rooms things were falling apart they yep. weren't fixing them um, things could be themed better, finished better, like why are there wires coming out of the wall leading mm-hmm. to this kind of obvious prop and started thinking we could probably do it better, um, just cause we have like art backgrounds and stuff like that. So we started looking at places and we ended up here in Webster, maybe not the best place to pick, but, uh, that's what happened. That's what we could do and, uh, been going ever since. Actually, that was the next question. Uh, <laughs> why'd you pick here?
0: <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> because it was cheap. <laughs> hey, you know what? Hey, you're honest.
0: I mean, it, yeah. I think it's really unique here. Anyway, like when we first came here to do the body shop, we'll start to walk in the door, and Bill here is like, "This can't be the. This
1: can't be the I way. Think in. This is the back door. This, there gotta be. Yeah. There's no other way. <laughs> in, this can't be it."
0: And then walked in, and yeah, sure as hell.
1: Well, this it. place used to be called the Backdoor Pub, so like <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um
0: so what's the process of
1: creating a room in, in your in your in your mind? Uh for me I'm a very visual person. So I can see something cool, whether it's a an item or a room or a space, and I can kind of visualize what I think it looks like. Um I almost always start with something that I think would look cool visually. Uh, That's not how everybody does it. That's just me. Um, A lot of venues, I think, spend a lot or waste a lot of time and money on trying to make a space be something that it isn't naturally. Mm -hmm. For example, the body shop had cinder block walls. It had beams overhead. It had that cutout in it. I'm like, this looks kind of like a garage. It's all grimy. It was an old kitchen. I'm like, this is already a body shop, right? You yeah. know, so that's what we did. we were able to do it with pretty low input, um, money wise, um, rather than framing it and running electrical, all this stuff. So that's kind of, I, whatever it looks like to me is, is the direction I go with it. Nice. Um,
0: so one of my questions today would be puzzle or theme first, but you're looking almost theme first before you deal with the puzzles, yeah, right?
1: Exactly but if, I'll just keep using body shop as an example. So I had all these tools laying around like the vice. and like, it's a natural ready-made thing to get a puzzle out of. Um, so for me, the, the puzzles follow the theme. Um, I don't like to force it because then it feels unnatural. It doesn't feel as immersive as if you're going into something that is already that, you know?
0: All right. What do you got? Anything good?
2: Um, What do you think about what makes a good escape room versus a great escape room?
1: Well, I would say most of the ones I've ever played are good, most, definitely not all. Um, great escape rooms to me is a room that you enter and you feel transported to another place. I hate when I'm taken out of that setting by something that doesn't work or doesn't look right or it's obvious somebody bought this cool, you know, little mechanism on Amazon and just threw it in the room just to add a puzzle to it. Right. Um, to me, that's the difference. Uh, and beyond that is how the owners and operators handle the room when they run it uh, and take care of it and upkeep it. That's, that's that's exactly yeah. what we say every time
2: we, 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 we talk all the time on the podcast and even when we do the videos And those are the same reasons that that, that we've we've come up with all all the time, right? It's, and, a, yeah. it's
0: care of the room really. It yeah, keep your locks updated because even nowadays you could almost every single lock You can change the combination or get a lock that you can change the combination and um, What not and again stuff breaking we've been in so many rooms that the rooms are so old that they're not upkeeping them and it's like well if you put it right here and then move it around a little bit it's like no i should be able to just put it right here and this right here and this right here and something should happen and they're like no it's kind of sensitive well why is it that sensitive right you know
1: yeah and to me that speaks to i've always said there's two types of escape room owners there's the the creative ones and there's the business owners mm -hmm. um if you're a business owner, you need to hire a creative person to run your escape room because you can definitely tell the difference. Um, a lot of the, the people that are just in it for a quick buck and making the money on the business, they don't care that you know your little item has to be in an exact specific spot and the players are getting frustrated. They got your money. They don't care if you come back necessarily. Right, yeah. um, the, the creative ones are the ones that are in there working all night to make sure the puzzle works as it's supposed to. They're thinking about the player's experience. Is this person going to get frustrated by you know this is a millimeter off and they're going to have a, a bad time or like any number we of things. See or, yeah. We see that constantly. we see that constantly. I, I
2: don't want to say constantly, but we, we see that lot. enough to
1: yeah to, we, we, uh, we, comment we, on it. We
0: usually use this um, probably what was the fourth place we've ever done, which is Masterpiece in North Carolina. We used we use them almost. As the measuring stick of escape rooms, because their motto is everything has to work every single time, no matter what. Yep. Whether what we're doing triggers the prop or whatever we're doing and they trigger the prop, whatever mm-hmm. it is, everything works yeah. every single time, yeah. no matter what. And if it doesn't, then there's something wrong. Like, right.
1: And we use them a lot as the measuring stick for, for escape rooms. Yeah, and I see that as the difference in, in some of the venues. And venues overall, I think, are in imp- Improving across the board, um, but the ones that when it isn't perfect, the ones that put that time and effort into making it perfect. Right. Um, I know I've pulled. I can't count the num- amount of all miters I've put here. I know other owners that will do the same thing because they're so passionate about their product and their game and what the right. customer is going to experience. They will stay up and do whatever it takes to make that perfect, so it's a good experience.
0: Right. And like I said, you know, body shop one of our favorite rooms. Um, Got a cool wow pack there and there. Like, did not expect it whatsoever. I Um, I have to ask,
1: what's the make and model of the bike? It's a 94 Yamaha Virago. Was it yours? Yeah. Nice. Got a title (laughs) for it in the office. (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's
1: that's awesome.
2: What what do you think, um, you know, we talked a little bit before we started uh, about the virus and everything. How do you think that's affecting this industry? And going forward, once this we're past this epidemic thing, are things going to go back to normal? Is it never going to be back to normal? Is there a better way to go about it?
1: Well, that's a pretty huge conversation <laughs> <laughs> that we could probably do about three days worth of podcasts on. <laughs> um kind of have to be careful on what you say sometimes, but I'm never careful about what I say. (laughs) So short answer, there is no pandemic. There's a virus and it's this government reaching for more and more power. How people respond to that is going to determine if this industry survives. It's not going to be over ever. Like they're just going to keep doing it as long as people, you know, let them keep shutting us down and, you know, messing in our business and whatnot. Um, with that being said, I know a lot of the venues are super strict on mask policies, cleaning procedures, all this stuff. Um, here, we tend to leave it up to the customer. Like if you feel comfortable not wearing a mask or like we clean regularly, as we always have done, we take care of our stuff, we take care of our customers. Um, but we are not going to prevent or force anyone to do anything they don't want to do in our venue. Um, but, yeah, it's I know a lot of venues have put thousands and thousands of dollars into, you know, masks and cleaning supplies and UV light bombs that may or may not work and, you know, plexiglass and dividing and st- staggering times and cutting out bookings, which cause...
0: Which loses your money. Yeah, exactly. And I've
1: been, I've built other businesses over the past year or whatever, and the last six months has cost these businesses tons of money and they're already, they can't run at capacity. So as a result, you see escape rooms closing left and right. Um so yeah it's it all depends on on kind of what people <laughs> let the state get away with, yeah, I, I guess you know, yeah, uh, it's going to come down to that. I know many other businesses have just decided to open and you know, regardless of what every quote unquote order is, and we can get into like the legalities of all that if you want, but <laughs> probably not on this podcast <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's yeah it's it's sketchy. How about the future?
2: how about the um the the virtual rooms uh we, we a friend of ours down in Florida um has what we think is one of the first i think we, uh, he started virtual it. room yeah, that where actually, he's actually using his existing physical room right and and turned it in um do you think the industry is gonna start going more towards that way or it's always going to be more physical hands on in the room?
1: Um, I think the draw to an escape room is the fact that you are physically in a space that you could not normally be in, in real life. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do see a certain market segment developing on the virtual rooms for me personally. I haven't done one. It doesn't appeal to me at all. Um, as far as a owner and designer you have to have a room specifically designed for that to really make it effective. Like, you know, the body shop, there's no way we could do the body shop. No, no. absolutely no. not. It's designed to split teams up that, you know, unless we have 12 surrogates in there for 12, you know, people at their computer, right, it just right. doesn't work. Yeah. We'd have to redesign a whole room. Um, I don't necessarily see that as going away because now it's a thing. And that's kind of a testament to how people figure things out, no matter what, Stumbling blocks the government throws in front of them. They adapt and they go around right. it, which is cool I like to see that but I don't really see them as a Replacement for the physical escape room because it's all about being in like an alternate reality for an yeah. hour yeah.
0: Oh, I agree with that. Oh, we
1: agree 100% we've,
0: we've done we did three of them All right, three of them three, three or four us.
1: and uh, one of them
0: was a hybrid Supposedly and uh, I'm not on video. I'm doing air quotes Um <laughs> And it was weird because here I'm thinking hybrid would be be better, but it was just a faster way for them to do it. Where they didn't actually have to have an avatar inside the room, yeah, and, and do, physically doing everything. They had videos already made up, and they're like, "Okay, nope that's not the that's not the right answer." Well, and I think that was my my fault for picking it that way anyway. Yeah. But and I just didn't like it that way when th- we did it with the avatar in there. It actually wasn't that bad, I didn't think, um, because we were on Zoom, we had a bunch of other people and we were all talking, and but it really made us want to feel like get back into a room again, though, like we wanted to get back into that room because some of these rooms are just great, like immersion wise. We yeah, really did well.
2: The positives thing about it was when, when we did it, my son and his girlfriend were able to join in. And they're down in Florida, and his sister did it, and she was up in Massachusetts, and mm-hmm. you know, and we never would have. Done a room yeah, together, right. you know. So that part was kind of cool. Yeah, I could see that. And you know, to do a room that was in Kentucky, and we're to be honest, we're not going to go to Kentucky, right? We're not
0: going go to, you know, so we're not going to go so, to California, so we're not to see stuff like that,
2: what they do out there. Yeah. But one of the things, you know, we 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 said before, the difference between a good room and in a, a a great room. For for me, a great room and the Body Shop is one of them. Is it's a room that if it wasn't a, if it wasn't a game, I would hang out there.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah, and,
2: I got you. And, uh, you know, the, that's like that. Service of Slight is like that. There's a number of them that are like that, that I would just go and hang out there for an hour. Yep. <laughs>
1: we've, we've done that in our own room. Yeah. So you guys missed Aftermath. But the, the night before Aftermath opened, and we did this. It was all based on, like, the Fallout video games. And my son is a huge Fallout fan. So I set up a whole kind of scavenger hunt around the building. Yeah. Um, we threw a, we had, a, you know, the cot in there and stuff like that. We watched, oh, I forget what movie. It was some old like dystopian movie that we watched that on the TV, the hint TV in aftermath. Um, and then went out and found all the, you know, Nuka Cola and crispy squirrel bits and stuff. We had, <laughs> we had made bottles and like repackaged beef jerky to say, uh, you know, iguana bits and stuff like that, <laughs> and we just, we had fallout for the whole night, because the, the theming was, was so good in there, that's awesome. the, the night awesome. before, and then we just slept in there, and then, <laughs> that's awesome, for business the next day,
0: ha- has the other place
1: opened, after math, yet? Uh, yeah, I open. believe they've
0: been, we haven't made it to that, that place yet, so, yeah, we've never been there yet, that place, every time we look, it's, it's always booked, so, yeah, they got You've a gotta lot go, of like months. There. You got to go months in advance to book it. Yeah,
1: uh, right so. now I don't think they're booking as much. Um, obviously that's because right. in the casino outlets, so um, they, they seem to have more spots available. Um, I haven't played the new version of it. Um, had a hand in building it, but haven't actually played the game. But yeah, they they just reopened, I think, a month ago. Mm-hmm. Taking bookings again. They were shut down for five months as well. So. Somewhere in that neighborhood. Yeah. Um,
2: I don't know. I think the last, last thing I have is... Yeah. Uh, what's, what's in the future for you guys? What are you guys uh, looking forward to? What are you guys...
1: Uh, yeah. You know? That's uh, kind of up in the air right now. Okay. Um, as you know, like I mentioned, this neck of the woods is not prime real estate for an escape room. Um, we're hanging in there, but... Uh, our our newest thing on the horizon is we're collaborating with a couple other escape rooms in mass to form a production company, um, which is semi-live right now. We're just putting the website up and everything. It's an off-the-wall workshop, offthewallworkshop.com. Don't judge the website yet. It's, only- <laughs> it's still
0: just under text. construction. We
1: just, we just <laughs> threw up a basic contact page, and that's all it is, but that'll be going in within a week or two. Um, but, uh, yeah, collaborating with, it's actually Upside Down Escapes, um, good friends of ours. Yeah. We're putting our heads together to make, well, A, sell some of our, you know, smaller holiday games and stuff for holiday season. Um, and also put our creative juices together to try to develop and build games for other venues, props, that sort of thing, uh, theming. Um, we'll do anything pretty much. We'll theme your living room if you want it. We've had people ask that after they see like our lobby and our alleyway and stuff like that. They're like, Oh, can you do this in my house? Or can you do this in my business? Heck yeah. You know, um, nice. pixels and pints arcade bar just opened in Worcester. Mm-hmm. Um, we built that all the theming and everything except the graffiti. <laughs> we didn't do that. But uh, if you're in Worcester, go check that out. You'll, you'll see our fingerprints there. I think so, we drove by it. Yeah. Yeah. It's on Grafton street. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of the direction we're going. That's a little bit more of a secure position, I think, than just being here in a place that can get shut down when the governor says so. You know? <laughs> so, I don't know exactly what the future is going to look like, but it's still in this vein, whatever it is. Um, Excellent.
0: Good luck with that. Well,
2: thank you. Yeah. Very good luck. We're going to need
0: that. it. And I do believe that's about it. I mean, like I said, take about 20 minutes of your time and. Uh, we're right Thank there. Thank you for having <laughs> us uh,
2: up from Connecticut here. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's... Talking
0: again. We're talking with Jeff from uh, Outside the Box. Definitely in... stop up. Yep. Yeah. In Worcester, Mass, OutsideTheBoxMA.com. You will there. not be disappointed in book, these rooms. Book the rooms, yeah. We just got to look at the, uh, the uh, what is this room called again? I forget. Uh, Dark Light Disco Dark Light. Fight. Dark Light Disco Fight. Yep. And That's it's cool. a really cool room.
1: Completely different concept. Don't yeah. come expecting a traditional escape room, but it will be a lot of fun.
0: <laughs> it looks like it. So maybe we'll have to come back up with the, with
1: the with, the rest, of the, with crew the rest of the
0: crew and do this one.
1: Yeah, just so you know, side B is all safes. So
0: We'll put we'll put the other two on there. <laughs> the other two on there. <laughs> uh, so yeah. I think that's about it. Thank you for uh, being our guest, our second guest here on the podcast. We just started this, what, August? or june june yes june we started it and yes. uh good luck with the future of the podcast thank you you're headed up to someone else right we're going to uh, escape the pike after this escape the uh, Pike. okay yep. we yep. finished we're up gonna... their place actually on the last trip that we were here yep yep so and uh yeah we played very, their, their newest room we just played that one in the merlin yep in the Merlin. yeah so, uh make sure uh check us out we now have a facebook page diu escape crew on facebook uh, email if you want to contact us for anything is diu escape room review Sealer. singular <laughs> at gmail.com <laughs> and uh, whatnot. So thanks for watching or thanks for watching. Yeah, yeah. Still so video. Still doing the video. Thanks for listening. I'm Dom. I'm Phil. That is Phil. You'll hear from us. And you hear from us. Yeah.